Hello everyone, and welcome to this Every Woman Network podcast, Harness the Power of the Alter Ego, with Every Woman expert Sally Kettle. Sally is the first woman to row across the Atlantic Ocean twice, from east to west, and has delivered hundreds of talks around the world on her specialist subjects, which include resilience, confidence, well-being, fear, and risk-taking. This session will explain what an alter ego is and how you can use one in order to achieve more at work and home when you need to put your game face on. I'll leave it to Sally to tell us more. I'm going to surprise you and say that you've probably used an alter ego and you don't know you've done it. So I want you to think of a time when you have maybe gone to a party and you've got an amazing dress and you've got there and you thought, oh, you know what, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really confident, I look really sexy. It's those moments where you've kind of thrown something on and you suddenly feel like a different person. That's what I'm saying when I'm kind of talking about alter egos in their simplest form. For example, I remember seeing my sister who is relatively confident, but on her wedding day, oh my God, she was just like a, a different person it was still her but she was just oozing this is my day I'm here I'm walking up the aisle I think you probably used an alter ego you just didn't realize it Sally has explained the concept of an alter ego and that we are probably using them all the time next she will examine the psychology behind alter egos and why we may want to use one Let's talk about the psychology of the alter ego and why it's kind of important and why it's really good for helping you. This is creating alter egos is a proven form of psychological distancing that allows you to adopt desirable personality traits. Say, for example, you walk into a meeting, you're feeling a little bit underconfident. It's kind of saying, well, you know what? I'm going to shove that underconfidence aside because this alter ego, this person is more assertive, is more able to say stuff, is more confident. And therefore, I'm going to prioritize that personality trait rather than the other. Let's talk about confidence, because I think this is where the kind of the crooks of alter egos is all about. And I'm sure when Beyonce kind of talks about her Sasha Fierce, it's that kind of moment where she says, you know what, a normal sort of slightly introverted person isn't the person that's bringing it on stage. And it's not the person that my audience needs. So she's kind of stepping out of her role as as introverts into an extroverted entertaining persona that is more effective for what she's trying to do. So Schultz was a psychologist and he says that confidence is about these three things. It's feeling significant, it's feeling liked and it's feeling capable. When we have those three things then we start to feel more confidence. So when we're in for example a workspace and you have an opinion that may you may think they're not going to like this, suddenly our confidence may drop because you're going into a space of unlikability or at least your perception of it. Perhaps you're moving into a new role or into a new job and you're not quite as confident because you're not quite as capable and again that moves us into a space of a lack of confidence or you're within a team in which might be a toxic environment or you're a newbie and you don't feel as significant as you would like to feel and again that can put us into a place of underconfidence so that's what we're going to try and tackle next sally will lead us through a practical exercise to build our own alter egos to use in real life so let's build our alter ego so this is that moment when i just want you to take a minute you can close your eyes if you want to 
All right, so we're going to go through this process of visualization nice and slowly, and we'll work through it. Um, one thing I'd love you to explore is the idea of fixing the, the visualization. So if you have a watch on, maybe touch that. If you have a ring that you like that you wear regularly, these are things that you wear regularly, okay? Maybe try touching this, your ring. So when we're talking through the visualization, touch the watch or the ring. You might have a favorite pen. I have a favorite pencil. <laughs> it might be that you want to touch that, okay? If you don't have any of those things, that's okay too. This is called haptic memory, right? So what it means is that when we go through this visualization, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to touch what you're touching, either your watch or your ring or something else. And when we're going through it, I just want you to touch that as we go. And what that does is it fixes it into your memory. So that next time you touch it in the same way, this visualization will hopefully come back to you. So what I want you to do is take a breath. Imagine yourself in a situation where maybe you felt a little underconfident and you want to draw forth this amazing woman who feels a little differently. What does she look like? She may look like you. She may look like somebody else. It doesn't matter. How does she stand? How does she breathe? How does she walk? You can look at her for a moment. If you want to, you can smile at her and say, welcome. Which you have her in your mind's eye. She could be dressed a little differently from you or exactly the same. When you have her there, she's either standing with you or inside you. What does she say? And how does she say it? Where maybe you need to be a little more assertive. Whatever it is that you need her to be, how does she express herself? How does her voice sound? Is it maybe a little louder? Is it perhaps a little steadier? So here she is now, this incredible woman, dressed as she is dressed, sounding as she is sounding. And now we look at her brain and marvel at its wonder because she's thinking so well. And if she's thinking well, what does that look like? What is she thinking? Are they structured thoughts? Are they creative and full of excitement and wonder, ready to be shared? Now we've embodied her. And if she's standing beside you or in front of you, I want you to step into her. This 
is you, authentic you, just with a little extra spice. If you want to, you can name her or keep your own name. Whatever feels right for you. And in this moment, if you've been touching that haptic memory device, really squeeze it. Because this will remind you of this incredible person that you are. Who is able to walk into any situation and embody this incredible woman. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and remember that at any time you can touch your hand or that watch or that ring or whatever it is and bring that person back. So we've got this incredible woman inside you who is authentic to you, who's ready to be deployed. How do we do that? If you're about to go into a situation, say, for example, you've got a meeting, you know the boss is there, it's really scary. You want to be more assertive. You want to say stuff that maybe they won't like. Be ready with the awareness that that's what's going to happen. So when you're in that moment of stress, think, okay, I need Poppy, my alter ego, to come forth now. Start the visualization. Have a think. What's she look like? What's she sound like? How am I going to be in that moment? You know, what are my thoughts? Are they clear? Is that what I need? Did I want creative thoughts? What was it that she had that I've now got? Maybe even consider dressing the part if you've got time to do that. Say, for example, in the morning, just before you go to work, you know, it's the big kind of meeting. You know, what does that alter ego wear that's going to enable you to be more of an embodiment of that alter ego? If it's during a situation, say you haven't been aware, get your haptic memory going. Finger, watch, ring, breathe, embody, off you go. It takes practice, but you can do it. Even in a moment of silence in a meeting, you could say, actually, you know what? I need to get my act together here. But remember, it's harder in moments of acute stress. So if you're in the meeting and things are going slightly pear-shaped, you're going to find it tough to bring her forward. And that's okay. But practicing means that you'll make it a lot easier to bring that person. And the more you practice, the more you become that person. Rome was not built in a day. (laughs) That was Sally Kettle on harnessing the power of the alter ego. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Every Woman Network podcast. Continue your career journey on the Every Woman Network by logging into your personal dashboard at www.everywoman.com.